what's up and welcome to another episode of Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, aka the daddy, accompanied by Dan, the baby boy, and Disco, the metaphysical. Yeah, that's right. We got some new nicknames, people. Go the check unholy out. Trinity. Yep. <laughs> horror month. Yeah. Horror month. That makes the sense. unholy Trinity. One hundred percent. Welcome to Horror Month, everybody. And um, let's just jump in. What are we doing today, Dan? Me? Yeah. You're we the horror are, king. There it is. Uh, we are going to talk about our favorite horror movies, horror comics, horror shows, horror whatever, and horror experiences. Stuff that we ourselves, or people we know, have experienced in the past. And we're just going to break down why we love horror, why everybody loves horror, why you should love horror if you don't. So, uh, let's jump into the main topic. Um, should we start with uh, your mom, Dan? Yeah, so uh, we could do that. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like a terrible joke. It really did. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It really did. It like so, we're going to talk about horror experiences first off, right? Uh, at least on yeah. my end. Now, my mother has told me many, many stories over the years of different horror experiences. And as you guys know, Aslam, you just referred to me as the Horror King. Now, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always loved scary things. I always will. And I get that from my mother. So, um, I know that she is such a big fan of horror that she decided that she wanted to make sure she gets you guys to see what she looks like during Horror Month. So, my mom's here. <laughs> nice that's awesome hello <laughs> and uh she's gonna tell me about some of the experiences she's had uh, in the past so um it's awesome, a little difficult awesome. with the headset and everything she's gonna relay some stuff to me you're probably gonna hear her in the background i'm just gonna tell you guys so whenever you're ready do you want me to tell me the you want to talk about the story about um the basement with judy my mom right home health aid um, she takes care of people who are sick. You can hear my dog barking in the background. And she used to take care of this one lady. Uh, her name was Judy. Uh, she's passed away, God rest her soul. And in doing so, we actually stayed in her house. Uh, we became so close to Judy, we basically lived in the house with her. Now, there was one day where I was a young boy, maybe four years old, and baby I would... Boy. Uh, yep. Baby boy. <laughs> and I was playing in the basement. And my mom was upstairs. Fucking weirdo. Was, Who goes to play in the basement? It was basement? a very nice-looking basement. It wasn't one of those basements. It's okay. not a it wasn't, it wasn't like my basement. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, <laughs> That's no, not about that to say. Basement. That shit's like a looked hot... like it took souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Dan's so, down there playing like Just to confirm, do you want to be on the camera or no? garden? I could do that. I'm not that fat. It's okay. So, <laughs> um, so I was in the basement, and you were going to come this way if you want to be. She's saying hi again. Hello. Hey. <laughs> That wasn't me. That's the other. No. Oh, so the person before that was on camera wasn't her. This is her. I don't know who that other okay. person was, apparently. It was, it was the, the girl from The Ring. It was the girl from The Ring. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we were in the. I was in the basement playing with my toys. Uh, I guess you were upstairs cooking or something, right? And the woman she used to take care of, Judy, she was doing, I think, office work in her office. So, I'm in the basement, and then suddenly I hear a toy start saying... Daniel? A toy starts Damn. saying my name. I'm oh. like, that's weird. So I don't think nothing of it. Um, I keep playing, and then it starts to get a little bit more aggressive, and it started to sound like... Daniel. Starting to get angry. Can they hear mm. me? Yeah, you could hear her, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, we can hear her. Yeah, they can hear you fine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You have to say that that toy was under the step for years, because you was not ready for that toy. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, okay. it was under no. the step in that house. And I take it from the step for you to play, 
and I leave it there. And then you come, I was in the kitchen, and you come and say, Ma, that toy is calling my name. Yeah. So I went down, I say, how? Impossible. So I went back to cook, and Danny come up the stairs and say, Ma, that toy keep calling my name. Yeah. I say, how that toy going to call your name? That's not how bad it is, no block. Now, I, I just want to say, at this point, not only was it saying my name, I also remember it saying, Daniel, play with me. Mm-hmm. It started saying that even. So my mom, she comes down. and Continue, go. So anyway, I left him, and i hiding in the step. I said, let me hide him to see if it's true. So I hiding in the, you know, like fire step up, hiding. When I hear, Daniel, very mad. Yeah. You know, like, then I walk down and scared. I said, what's going on? So I thought was somebody playing a joke because that's office. And there was a lot of computers, you know, people doing say. So I start to talk. I said, whoever played the joke, you know, you don't scare me. You better stop, you know. But... And I say, Danny, come upstairs, you know? Yeah. And Danny say, no, I want to keep playing. Because <laughs> I was I'm a dumb kid. By that time, I was, <laughs> you know, I was scared. You was like, what? I was, I was like four. I was like four years five, old. Five, yeah. I think so. Okay, five. <laughs> so anyway, I said, let me see the toy. I checked. It, it was that little computer for kids, you know, that you play. What, what, do you remember? What if I remember, do you guys remember the, um, it was kind of like a fake laptop that you would go mm-hmm. and you could like press buttons. It was like one of those. She opens it and checks it out. There's no, no batteries inside. There's no power on it. No. <laughs> and it's saying my name and it's telling and me to like play. Aliens. Is it programmed Daniel. to like say Daniel. that? Daniel. No, it was, it was, like she said, it was never turned on. It was the no, first time it's ever been used. for years. Yeah. Under the step. So by that time, I run with Danny upstairs. But, you know, I'm curious. So I went back. I take that thing again. I bring it outside, and I call Judy, the lady that The lady I told you guys about, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I told them about Judy. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. So I say, Judy, you play a joke in, on us, you know, because Danny's scared. And I explain what's going on. And she say, no, no, no. Call what the people from... A you, priest? You no, 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 a priest. <laughs> people, people that investigate paranormal things oh, okay. like that. Say, you crazy? I don't gonna call nobody. I just gonna break. I take the hammer. Smart. And I just <laughs> Something they never do in scary movies. It's like, oh, this is that something is wrong. Let me just destroy it. I start to yeah. break that thing, and yeah. that was Judy come home. She left the office because she had another, and she was in the house. Mm. And she get mad with me. She said, "Well, why you destroy that?" I said, "What are we gonna do?" Well, I remember Judy hearing it. Oh no, Judy heard the whistle. That's a different story. Oh, no. In that house. Do you know the house I discovered that the man killed her sir in the basement? Killed yeah, who? Yeah. We don't find <laughs> That's her house, and she don't found that the, the first makes... owner, he hanging in the basement. Really? Oh, he killed yeah, himself so in I the basement. That. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn. Make... Yeah, right. I didn't know that. You know, I drive <laughs> the medical transportation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to bring that man from, it was um, Plainfield. I don't know where yeah, yeah. it was. To the house, and then he live in the other side. This is in Cranford, so, by the way. When I let him in there, I said, I used to live here in the in this house, in in this street for years. So he said, Yeah, where? I said, Two fourteen. So anyway, <laughs> so he said, You know, we built the house. 
I say, yeah. And the owner, you know, the house we built with my father. So this is the person who lived on the uh, nearby. You're saying that they, yeah. they knew the person. They built the house, and the person they who lived there killed know, himself. And he say, you know, the owner, in the first owner. Yeah. He killed himself. He, he hung, hung himself in the basement. He hanging in the basement. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's say, no, that's the first time. The house because you remember the cat. Judy say that she hear things in the basement. The the cat patches. Yeah. She always run up the stairs, scary, you know. Yeah, there was like weird things in this house, guys. It yeah. was like, I was like, I, you know, of course, I grew up there, and uh, yeah, no, it was just see a lot why of you weird like stuff. horror so much. Yeah. Most yeah, kids would have went the opposite way. It's funny they're saying they they could see why I like horror. Most kids wouldn't, but <laughs> you know, I'm weird. But uh, that after beer, that experience, yeah, that for beer. yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. So it's just, we experienced a lot of stuff there. Um, What's it called? I do. Before we go, I do want you to tell one more story. I do want you to say the one with the with the doctor that you had to go see in, in Patillas in Puerto Rico. Oh, yes, wow. that's the story you told me before. This is one of my favorite stories. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I remember oh, this. This no, is an I awesome story. I love to climb in trees, you know, like a mountain. She grew up like in the country. In the country. Yeah. So I fell from the street and I, I break my ankle, or you know. You like twisted it or twisted. something. Twisted. Yeah. It was swollen, so my mother. In the country, they believe in people that they cure. I don't know how like they Which doctors? Mm. So it's a lady that lives in the mountains. So my mother sent me with my sister, <laughs> my little sister over there, to the lady to fix my ankle. Ankle, that's how you yeah, say you got it. When I get there, we had to walk like half hour. With a twisted ankle. Yeah. <laughs> that. Wow. <laughs> so when we get there, and then we, the house is like in a hill. When I was, the lady was outside, and my sister and me close, go close to the house, and the lady just go to one tree, break one of the, the branches, branch, and she say, you, you, I was waiting for you. I know one day you're going to come here. <laughs> so, yeah, she I thought, was, apparently she thought my mom was like some type of uh, demonic uh, creature. I you know, I never see well, that lady. Did she walk up house. to her with her hair no. like that? Like she showed us it before? To hit they're, they're, they're asking, did you walk up to the lady with your hair all crazy? Because that might have no, been the reason. This is just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is for October only. Okay. So, anyway, she tried to hit me. And I fell in the floor because and she hit me with that thing, branch. And my sister started, wah, 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 just wah, laughing, wah, laughing, just laughing at her the whole time. <laughs> and the lady, get out from her, get out, get out from her. I thought she was possessed. Like, you know, and I yeah. just uh, screaming, my sister laughed. I know, I forgot that my uncle held whatever I fixed. Wrong. She fixed her ankle. She fixed my ankle, so I <laughs> up the hill, but I don't feel anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the... Um, yeah, go ahead. Can you ask? I I don't know why I remember a specific story of your mom. You told me about your mom, mm-hmm. where there was like, she saw something like behind a tree. It was like a some tall figure, something like that. Apparently, I told them once about a story about something where there was something behind a tree, like a tall figure. Do you remember anything about that? I don't. They want the yeah the skeleton the rapisier. Oh, the one that scratched you, mm-hmm. or you scratched it. Was it the well, skeleton story? Little, she's got like be. fifty stories. Okay. Can we? Hear, let's hear one more. This is fun. Yeah, she's she's telling it right now. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's the one that is skeleton, 
I come from the school and I, the, the school bus led me like two blocks from my house. I had to go up the hill and in the middle is one house, the only house close to, <laughs> you live, we live like three blocks from, you know, the next neighbor. Oh, so they're out in the country, so everybody's spaced apart. Yeah. They're all far apart. In the street, there is the dog of the neighbor. Don't let me pass in the street. So I decide to pass through one fence and go to a bamboo. It's a river, like mm -hmm. a bamboo Like tree, a bamboo tree. To the other side. When I get to the other side, I, I hear something in the back. I know something wrapped me like that in my shoulder. Oh. And don't let me move. I just keep trying to look. But when I look, I see like a tall skeleton. Yeah, she could kind of just make skeleton, out. What I, I feel, I try, you know, hold, I go like that, try to scratch, I just feel a skeleton. Like bones. Bones. So anyway, I, I start to screaming and I hear my aunt call it the husband, Ethel, that's the name, Ethel, come on, look for the gum. And they just, you know, hear me and they start to screaming, look for the gum and they are called my brother. Yeah. My little brother was cutting with one machete, something around there. And he ran to the street and he saw me. We was like half block, something mm -hmm. like that. He saw me. He come and, how do you say, slide the machete in the street? Oh, he started scraping the machete on the street. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was screaming. And mm -hmm. he looked up to me and he frozen. He just frozen. Like he, he saw froze. what was okay. grabbing her and then yeah. like he panicked. And I keep look him, you know, to see what he do. He just stop looking, looking, and don't move. The thing throw me in the floor. I hit my head, and I mm. knock out. So they took me Damn. to the hospital. So when yeah. when I come back, they told me what was. Yeah, because you asked them what it was that was watching, and, my, and her brother, my uncle, saw it, and he said it was a skeleton. He it was a skeleton that hold you. It was well, how like was it really box. big or was it like a human no. size, like an adult? How big human? was it? Was it like a the size of an adult human or was it like crazy big? No, no, like a human. Like a regular size human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tall. Okay. So like a tall per like a tall human. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's That's After that, I had a lot of things that happened to me. My family thing, I crazy. They took me to the mental hospital. They well, I mean, say if you I walk around anything. on October with your hair like that, I understand. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor say you don't have anything. So. Mm -hmm. No, because like I like I told you guys, she's had uh, tons of experiences that she's told mm -hmm. me in the past. Yeah. Dang. Okay. That's uh yeah that's skeleton story that's interesting that's why yeah. I asked that's why I remember like the slender man you remember something like that yeah I guess I did yeah, tell you yeah, about so, that before yeah like I said she told me so many I I can't even remember all of them a lot of things you know like in the house Franklin Street you remember we saw a shadow come from the floor and go up I remember that one I remember you saw a bunch of things there and where I grew up down in the port that house yeah yeah it's not the houses it's the person team follow the person. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, well, in 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 some cases, yeah, that usually can. Happen yeah, do you guys have any? Even... Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you saying, also? No, I'm just saying because she said like it's not the house. Sometimes the spirits follow the person. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's what she said. Yeah, he's and, saying what you just said that that he's and, reiterating. Yeah, the, no, in in cases the person, like. For us, like, religiously, like, you have the djinn and stuff, and, like, mm -hmm. those can haunt you and, like, follow you to different places. Mm -hmm. um, 
and like there's there's been stories from a lot of people that um things like that happen to them too yeah. wherever they think it's the house they leave go somewhere else and, the and, same it's, and it follows again. the person to other places yeah yeah, yeah he's just talking the, about through his religion it's a similar thing that he's heard about do you guys have any questions for her before she goes no i i'm I'm curious. Do you think like that skeleton thing could have been? I don't know, like an alien or something, or do you think it's just like, like what do you think it was? Was there like so any what type you... of lore within Puerto Rico that something like this has happened before? So with the skeleton thing, is has there ever been any type of like? Have you guys ever heard stories growing up about something like that happening in that area, or do you think it's potentially something that's not I mean, not just a skeleton. Do you think it's something that could be out of this world, like an alien type thing or anything no. like that? No. I don't know what can be, but I know a man called Isabel. He died. He was told the next house, like half block from there, mm. the son of my aunt, Tiacela, mm -hmm. he poisoned himself and he killed. Jeez. That was the first person that I see in a casket. Cas oh, in a casket. That's the first dead body she ever saw, I guess, at a wake. When I was like five years old. Mm. And I remember they leave me, and I see that thing in their sleep, and I see that he opened the eyes. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> I remember yeah, that, that I was shaking terrifying. because that thing opened the eyes. Mm -hmm. And that was the first person I see there, and Isabel was tall. And he lived near where you got grabbed. And he lived there, so I always thought it was him. Ah, okay, okay. That's what I believe Very with all the experience yeah. that I have. And my yeah, family yeah. know because I get like in trances mm. and they told me what I do. You remember the time that I took Rafi and threw him? Yeah, supposedly she picked up my uncle with one hand and threw him across the room. Uh, the same one who panicked with the skeleton thing. So oh, probably okay. because of the skeleton thing. It was like, you didn't help and me, so I'm going to throw you. I start to talk <laughs> different. I talk about Talking tongues. people that okay. I never met. My mother was little and she said, how you know that people? But I don't remember. It's like a trance, that trance. Yeah, it's like you just went yeah, into yeah. a trance, and yeah. they. This is stuff so, that they've told her. They told me all when I wake up, all tired. But I remember you said after you had me, that kind of mostly stopped, right? Like that yeah. stuff after I was born. So I fixed yeah, everything. It transferred all of you, bro. One time <laughs> well, now they're saying that everything transferred to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he likes Halloween so much. That's why he, I like he Halloween. He absorbed inside. all the dark energy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but it's a lot um, of that is story that you can prove with my family. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got a bunch of stories, were, man. Were there any – so you say you have gone into trances before. So was there anybody else in your family similar to that? Why do you think you're susceptible to the spirits? Has, um, has that has... – yeah my, yeah, my mother's saying you guys just look completely different from the last time she saw you because um, it's been <laughs> yeah. years. Hey, we yeah, all have beards yeah. now. Um, I lost all my hair. Eslam <laughs> lost all his hair, he said. I have, I have a lot of hair now. says he lost Disco all the hair and it. Danny got it. Well, Danny, that's yeah, my Disco style. I always had a pony. My ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's called? You are the Eslam. You look good no matter what. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. She has to say stuff like that. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Uh, they have a question. Has anything like that ever, ever happened to anyone else in the family? Like those types of trances? No. It was just you? Me. Like even before you were born, like before before, before you were. Hospital and they sent me. They say you don't have anything. <laughs> oh, like to check you out. Mm -hmm. Um, have you? Was there anybody ever before you, like before you were born, that had stuff like that? 
my grandmother, my mother, mother. Mm. Yeah. See, that's what yeah. I was curious about. Um, that's that's interesting, man. Because I guess that interesting. the lineage. <laughs> yeah, like being susceptible to the to the otherworldly. Um, I feel like if if someone in the family before had that connection, it can be passed down. Yeah, so he's just wondering if it's something like that's been – if it's happened in the family before, I guess. If it's something that's been around in the family for a long time and it just gets passed to certain people, if that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Because I never knew oh, that your grandmother had that. My grandmother, yeah. She no. just go crazy. She get a machete and whoever come close. Jeez. She would she would disappear in the woods for a while. With a machete, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that's crazy. That's we had to look well, for her and bring food. And I don't know why they send me always. I think she passed it to me. <laughs> I eat the food with one stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she had that machete in the hand. Jeez. So we had it so on was a there... stick and I throw the food. What's up? Uh, was there anyone else in the area that was also like susceptible like that? In like, I guess like, since it was like a farming or just like um, all the houses, like the village where all the houses were far apart. Was there anybody else that uh, had experiences like that? Not of, not in the family. Was there anybody else that's not in the family had stuff like that? But you just said something about Tito. Tito, my brother, he sees Oh, my uncle Tito. Uh, apparently, my uncle Tito has seen some stuff too, um, but and there was nobody else that was not in the family that didn't uh, like neighbors or anything that had similar experiences. That I know. No. 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 Okay. But yeah, apparently my uncle Tito has seen some stuff. And the thing is, I've um I've talked to different uncles and aunts like when they come over to visit, and I've asked them about these same stories. And like I remember yeah. my uncle Rafi, for example, he remembered that skeleton story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To talk about that. He hates okay, talking about it. He's like terrified about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not scared. I never scared. You know, I remember when, you know, when the the she mattress walked. I see one mattress get out from the bed and walk into the Yeah, that was one of the first ones that I think she experienced. Like, there was a mattress that kept on getting closer to her, and she's telling her, everyone's like, stop it, you're crazy. Like, what do you mean there's a mattress? A mattress? She, so she was apparently sitting in a room, right, with people, and then she saw from, like, a different room. I can see the TV. So she could see, like, across the hall to another room, and she would see, like, a mattress straight up just got up. And was like inching towards her, and she kept saying, "There's a mattress over there coming at me," and everyone's like, "What are you talking about? Just you know, shut up, whatever." And then it just kept coming oh my closer. I said, "Petra, you think this? She went to the wrong. You know, he made the illegal moonshine." Oh, moonshine. Okay, so moonshine. apparently my grandfather's like, "Do you think she started drinking some moonshine? Because there's a mattress coming at her." Because <laughs> <laughs> he had psychod. Yeah, because he used to drink. Uh, he used to make moonshine uh, back then. My grandfather, okay. when he was alive. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, man, unless that moonshine had like psychedelic mushrooms, I, I don't yeah. think they'll well, make her see mattresses. I remember. That oh, this is so this is Tatito. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I. It, you want to know something funny? So all these stories that she's telling you, when I was really little, and I would be in bed, and she would like tuck me in, I would legit. Can you tell me a story? And all the other kids. <laughs> They would hear about, like, the three little bears or something like that. And I would say, no, no, I want to hear a scary story. And then yeah. this is how I grew up, wa listening to these stories. Yeah, but you <laughs> see me fishing under the bed. I get out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> this is a... Okay, hang on, I gotta explain. Um, I just lost a slipper. I also uh, walk in sleep. <laughs> she's, she's, man... She's a sleepwalker? So, big time. Like, so mm. you guys remember my old dog, Spike? There was this one time where, um, apparently, uh, she woke up, and Spike uh, was in her hands in a sink, and she was trying to wash him with uh, cleaning solutions oh, in God. the sink. And Spike is just half asleep, terrified. We went over there, and he's just like, somebody save me, please. Because it's like 3 in the morning. My mom's got him like underneath the sink with cleaning, uh, Mistaline. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Just cleaning products. Yeah. So she sleepwalked. Uh, there's been times where she's, you could hear her talking, and she'll say something along. She's thinking she's talking to one of her brothers, and she thinks they're going out crabbing, and she's trying to get crabs underneath the bed. Um, there is, uh, there's that. She, she's constantly seen plenty of things uh, like that in her sleep. Mountain and the sky. She stood up on the bed. She saw all these mountains and everything. So yeah, it's 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 Damn. it's it's been an experience. Uh, Damn, we're, we're gonna we're gonna need to do a, a part two of uh, <laughs> just your just a whole episode dedicated to just her stories. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. she <laughs> that's what we're saying. They say we have to have you back one day just so you can tell us all the stories. Okay. Um, yeah, that's one hundred percent. Yeah, Those you have to go. Fun stories. Yeah. All right, okay. so she's going to head out. Do you guys have any last things you want to say no. or anything? Or No, thank you for no. telling us your stories. Okay. No, Bye. thank you. It's great thank to have you. you. Bye. All right. Okay. You're good. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're good. If you could just I guess just lock the door or whatever. Thanks. Danny's like low-key a Latino Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I grew up. I grew up listening to all this stuff, so yeah, no surprise, I'm a fan of horror. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's that, and there's a bunch of funny stories she told me too. But I always uh, preferred the horror ones. But yeah, that's that's oh, all my horror experience. Definitely interesting horror stories. Oh, dude, there's a bunch. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, horror story wise, I have the one that I I experienced with you. Uh, I guess I'm oh, gonna yeah. say it's your fault now since things. I brought it. You. I now. brought it now. Um. When we went to C2E2 in Chicago and uh, the AEW show, yep. we stayed in a haunted hotel. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, One second. Uh, before we continue, Eslam, yeah. because uh, we were trying to find a hotel. I was just fixing my schedule at the time. I was like, all right, I found the flights. Eslam's taking care of the hotel. So he's like, hey, I found a great rate in a hotel. I was like, awesome. He sends it to me. Now, I'm working at the hospital. I was like, let me look this up. Look, I was like, yeah, it's a really cheap thing. And then I was like, wait a second, there's this other link. And I was like, huh, one of the most haunted hotels in America. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then I text Esla. I'm like, hey, um, you realize this is one of the most haunted hotels in America? And his response was like, I guess that's why I got it cheap. <laughs> Had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't look it up. I don't give a damn. Yeah, it man. Al Ca- I, I don't know if it was like Al Capone easy. or... Yeah, Al Capone or Jimmy Hoffa, one of those mobsters used to tr- go in there all the time. There was like the fourth floor, like was known for no. uh, people would commit suicide there a lot. It was like a whole crazy thing. Uh. Damn. Yeah, so I think it was like our second night or mm-hmm. something. No, it was our first night. Mm. We got there. Um, you were tired because you had a bunch of shifts the the before we got there. Some yeah. jet lag. And you fell asleep early. I was hungry, so I left, mm-hmm. went to Taco Bell a couple of blocks away, uh, came back. And, and I'm going to chalk this up to Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> I think that's just what it was. Just me and but Taco I Bell. Ate, 
Yeah, I ate Taco Bell and then yeah, I just Baja went to Blast sleep. Hit too hard. <laughs> yeah, and I went to sleep, but while while uh, while I was falling asleep, I don't know why it was so hard to say that. Yeah. Um, while I was falling say, asleep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He went to Wildwood in the middle of the night. <laughs> Came all the way uh, back to Jersey. And while I was hitting like REM sleep or like falling into sleep. I suddenly, like, I was sleeping on my side, and I felt, like, a pressure, like, pushing down on, like, my shoulder, and, like, I, I thought I heard, like, whispering in my ears, and uh, it wasn't Dan, so it wasn't Dan, <laughs> like, I was knocked Dan out. Was knocked, Dan was knocked out on the other bed, like, I can hear him snoring. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah, no, so I, I felt, and it was just, it started speaking, and it was, like, I, I couldn't understand what it said. It was like speaking in tongues. No. And, um, Maybe you should have gotten a soft taco instead of a hard taco. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it said, then it was definitely you. Um, but, yeah, that was my experience. And and then, honestly, I I had that same experience one more time hmm. when, when I got back home. Hmm. Um, that same, like, pressure uh, on my side... And the whispering in the. You think ears. you just ate too much yeah. and you were having like a, like some type of weird reaction? Because remember when we came back, like we had eaten a lot of food in Chicago while we were there. No, no, no. This is when I came back home to New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you you said to, was it like no. right after you got back, or? I don't know. No, it wasn't right no, after. Okay. It was like a little while before. It was a little while after, but I had that same experience, and then I haven't had it again. Um, but yeah, that was like my scary experience or horror experience but yeah it was uh it was I, cool. uh I have uh I guess I have two to start with uh I mentioned the first one uh in my house in New Jersey uh we all oh, I mentioned it before the basement was like very scary take souls it was very messy we were hoarders and there's a bunch of boxes and a creepy pool table and like this hole in the wall that like there's a pool table. A pool table down there? <laughs> there was a pool table. Wow. Never knew. So many bro. boxes never and do. random stuff on it that you would never, you never have known. Well, yo, this this guy <laughs> was like letting us pay pool halls all the yeah. time. Going to pool halls, playing. This man pool. had a pool table this whole time. We could have we could have cleaned his basement and rocked out with the ghosts down there and just played pool. Uh, started making some money off of them, getting some souls, extra souls. So, exactly. But there's <laughs> definitely, like, a gateway down there. But I remember one time, uh, especially, I went down with my little flashlight, and I always go fast because I hated going down there. But I remember uh, something, like, breathing on the back of my neck, and it just freaked the shit out of me. Like, I just literally just turned around and just was like, nope, nope. And I just <laughs> ran up the stairs. And it was just like so creepy, and I just I always hated the basement, and it's just it's just not a nice place to be. I wonder what it looks like now with the new owners. You know, I wonder yeah. if they like fix it. Next up time you're in what? Jersey, let's just go knock on the door. Like, <laughs> hey, can we see your basement? They're like, we don't go down there. We bolted <laughs> no, no, the no, door no, shut. No, no. <laughs> we cemented it. Uh, oh man! And second, uh, second story is. Uh, Kind of, since your mom's like a witch doctor and you're you're like a Van Helsink, you know. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna bring up an experience I had. Uh, I'm a dream walker. Not, not I. Uh, one time I had a dream. Uh, granted, 
you know, I was partying with my cousins at that time, and we were uh-huh. drinking. And I remember, uh, I remember having this crazy dream and uh, talking to my dad. And honestly, I I don't even remember what we said, but I remember waking up and like I had like tears and like uh-huh. I felt like I felt like I really spoke to him, but like it sucked because after I, I really I couldn't remember the conversation. It was just like that's rough. This crazy feeling, and uh, I was so happy. I but, think like, you torn. could. Uh... You should probably try out ayahuasca one day. I think that could uh, be a be another gateway for that'd you. That'd be that'd be cool. I don't know, but I've tried shrooms, which is I I know it's not the exact same, but like, yeah, that shit fucked my stomach up. So I don't know. I kind of <laughs> got a sensitive stomach. Well, so psychedelics. So we had we had uh, my girlfriend's cousin, uh, my fiance's cousin, on a while a while back, and she had went to peru and and done ayahuasca with like a shaman and everything so the shamans like walk you through it and like with ayahuasca like there's like a a diet that you have to do beforehand like you have to stop a lot of things because the 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 tea reacts to what's in your body so you have to like clean your body out so you can get the best reaction because sometimes you can get a really bad reaction if you don't do that and uh, sometimes people throw up and it's just like you're expelling all like the toxins or whatever it is that they feel from their body and um a lot of people this has helped them in many ways get over like uh traumatic events and stuff like that and um it could be a way that you can you know um talk to your dad again so uh it would be it would be interesting um like um experience where do you go for that? So I think they they have uh, Peru's like one of the big ones, and like I can talk to um, Reem, who was on the podcast, and she can give you like her experience and stuff like that. But I've heard on podcasts there's shamans here that do it, um, but I think you'd have to do like research because you don't want to go to like a bad shaman and have like a really <laughs> shitty experience with really bad quality tea. Disco um, dead so... died of fentanyl. <laughs> oh God. No. Uh, that's not, that's not a funny joke, bro. I mean, I'd that would be, be the equivalent devastated. of getting a uh, laser eye surgery with a coupon. Shaman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, interesting. I, I, like we talked about it and I kind of want to try ayahuasca, but at the same time, I'm afraid of it. So, um, but yeah, are you, are you afraid of yourself? You afraid of what he's you he's see? afraid of losing control over his body and his stuff. Like he doesn't want to lose the control. I'm of, afraid of he's gonna that... pee himself. He's gonna be like, ah. Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid that I, I'm I would lose control and something would break and I wouldn't be the same again. The gout. Um, that's how you get a gout. <laughs> <laughs> My gout's gonna be too strong. It's just gonna absorb the ayahuasca. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna Next thing the, so, the yeah, gout yeah. is going to have Eslam. Eslam versus the gout, whoever wins at the end of the trip. Yeah. Like, gets That's why I'm also body. like, I'm afraid of like doing something like hallucinogenics or mm. like acid or like, you know, uh, mushrooms or DMT. Even though DMT is a, sh- is a very short, um, like high. Yeah. I'm still afraid of something like that, but uh, we'll see. Who, who knows? Maybe I'll uh, get over that and try try it out one day or not 
but it's not something I really. Um, I want I want to try DMT one day. Yeah. If I if I do it, we'd all have to do it together for the podcast. That'd be insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I'm I'm legit just gonna pass on everything, but you guys got it. That's fine. Yeah, um, I'll just, I'll be the voice of reason. Like yeah, so while these guys can... are literally walking on the ceiling, I'm gonna just try to continue <laughs> with the podcast. <laughs> He's like recording us walking on the ceiling. It's like normal to him. It's like, yeah, I seen my mom do this like twice <laughs> when she was sleepwalking. There you go. <laughs> like, what the? Oh man! I, uh, I saw this video on YouTube where this guy's talking about his DMT experiences, and he's like, he has this like uh, interdimensional purple like girlfriend that he meets every time he like trips. Yeah. He, he said he he met her like eight times, and it's like always oh, the craziest thing when he when he meets her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, Dan, man. do you have any stories you want to share? Um, I, I believe it or not, I don't have that many. Um, I kind of just told you what I have with uh the with my mom with the the toy okay. in the basement, and uh, one thing I could tell you, um, this this apartment, um, my mom uh, said that she saw something here already once. Um, Damn. so one of the first days I was here, I remember. Um, right now we're in my room. And uh, I, have, I have a bathroom that leads from my room into the bathroom. And there's also a room out in the hall that leads into the same bathroom. So there's two doors to get in and out. So because of that, and I'm by myself, I was like, all right, I always make sure I lock the door to the bathroom so nobody get in here if somebody were to break in. And same thing with my bedroom. So mm-hmm. uh, one night I was getting ready to go to bed. And I get up. I go to the bathroom. I pee. I come back. I lock my door, and uh, before I lock my door, I stubbed my toe. And I remember I was struggling to lock the door, and I finally got it. I closed the door. It was good to go. I go back in bed. I turn around, and the door's wide open. And uh, I specifically remember locking the door because I was like, I remember the yeah. stubbing of the toe and everything. So I was just like, yeah. I locked this. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I've dealt with stuff like this. So I got up. I went over. I locked the door. I went back in bed. I turned around. I stared at it. It stayed locked, and I went to sleep. <laughs> so I didn't really think of it much. Um, yeah. I might have freaked other people out. I was like, eh, it's fine. I've heard stories. Yeah. You're like, come at me, bitch. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So whenever my mom would have one of these experiences or something like that, I remember once she was in the attic uh, at the house by the port, and she was in the attic doing something, and she got mad that I had thrown like a pair of uh, – like a ball of socks like at the back of her head. And she came down, and she's like – what are you doing? I'm over there. I'm trying to clean stuff. And I was like, yeah, I haven't been up there. She's like, <laughs> okay. Damn. So then she tells me that. And the way I am, like, Eslam, you just said, I'm like, yeah, come at me. I legitimately am like that with these types of experience. I legit ran up the attic and I was like, let's go. Throw something at me. I want to see it. I want to see what this is. So I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I provoke things. That's my yeah, thing. Yeah, I provoke yeah. stuff and I don't see anything. <clears throat> um, as opposed to other people where they're just like, oh, I don't want to see it. I was like, if you tell me a place that's haunted, I'll go in there and I'll just start making fun of the ghost. I want to see it. <laughs> like, see Danny just walking. He's walk gonna start in. roasting it. <laughs> Look at that shoes. <laughs> Got meatloafs on your feet. <laughs> don't even have feet. Casper <laughs> yeah, looking like mother. <laughs> For real, like I, that's exactly what I would do. So yeah, I would just provoke everything. Uh, but um, I mean, we're talking about experiences. Do you guys want to talk about any other? Horror media we enjoy, like any movies or. I have one more experience I want to. Yeah, what you got? It's like a mischievous ghost. I can't explain. Some people say crazy. Some people say crazy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It could be. Who knows? I don't. I definitely don't think so though. Yeah, it's been playing a thirty-two year prank on you. (laughs) I. I came home one day from work and no one was home 
and they were out. They were like uh, shopping, doing whatever. And I had left food in the outside garage refrigerator in a specific spot on the bottom <clears throat> shelf. I was like, exactly. I remember specifically leaving it there. And then so when I came home from work, I go and I check and it's not there. I look up and down. It's not there. I look in the other refrigerator. I look in the freezer. I look back in the refrigerator and it's not there. And the next thing you know, I call them. I'm like, yo, did somebody eat my food? I'm like tired. I had a long day at work. I'm blowing up. I'm like, yo, please tell me nobody ate my food because I'm, I'm starving. Like, you know, I'll be super upset. And then they come home. And what do you know? It's right where I said it was in that specific spot. And I'm like, no, no, no fucking way. No. Nah, I, wait, they came home and after you came home, the food was found? It was uh, it was in the garage. So it was like no, they opened the garage and the yeah. And but this so, is like they found the food when when they got home, right? Yeah, yeah. But I was yeah, right no, there. Eric is I was, no, Eric I was right there. <laughs> I was right there. Putting my money on Eric. I put this on Eric. <laughs> yeah, I was right there to greet them. Like, mm-hmm. like, hey, he where's fa- my food? Because the refrigerator is like right there at the garage, right where you get. When out. he yeah, found yeah. the food, was Eric just holding it in a sexy pose? Trying to read a book. <laughs> That'd be insane. I I wish, but nah. I don't even think Eric was there at the time. To be honest, I don't think he uh, he moved in yet. Bullshit. He was ninja hiding. Somewhere. He was in the house the whole time. He didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, he's the he's the fattest fucking ninja I've ever seen. Well, in all reality, is Eric Bro, not like the, the quickest, like quietest person we know? Yeah, that's true. He's Never extremely light on his feet. Not any, not anymore. He used to be. <laughs> Eric's changed since y'all have last seen him. <laughs> oh man. Oh, um, man. other horror media, um, movies wise, eh, I'm not. You guys know I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies and stuff. Um, but the latest horror media I have experienced were The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two, uh, both. Very amazing video games, amazing horror video games, and um, the only reason why I even played them or liked them that much because the story was so well done. Other video games I never really were was into, like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. I was never into like Left 4 Dead, like all these zombies or other type of horror games. Never really did it for me, but like The Last of Us story was just so well done, and even though it was hard and it was zombie, and like while I was playing it, in certain points, like I was like fucking getting like anxious, and like the music would play, and like you know you start hearing sounds and shit. I'm down in my basement; it's dark, you know. Um, So it it did get me um, like in that mood. Mm -hmm. Uh, It did very well in that, but otherwise, like. horror media doesn't really uh i'm not a fan yeah you know i'm pretty embarrassed how i got into like horror movies and like that genre i uh (laughs) what got me in was chucky and jeepers creepers like (laughs) oh so you got into it late with jeepers creepers though the the cheesiest movies and hellraiser and like uh you know a couple of those oldies but uh i remember chucky like I, I, I don't know why I couldn't shake it when I was younger. I would always wake up and, like, with the lights off, I would always imagine him at the end of the edge of my bed, just like, hello, you know, like, just fucking, just there. I could never stop that. It always would just nag at me. You know, like, I open my I eyes just and never I, like, understood I just know he's going to be there. No one just punted the shit out of Chucky. They did. 
<laughs> that doesn't stop him. Okay. Man, watch a movie, you know? Watch a movie before you have <laughs> Whatever, suggestions. Man. And the third one, they blew him up and he came back. <laughs> it's not that easy. Whatever. He even got a second season on his TV show. He's unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then uh, Jeepers Creepers. I remember one where once I was at a sleepover with my cousins and we were watching that shit. And I was just everybody was like that was cheesy, and I was low key terrified in the back, like yeah, <laughs> terrified. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every twenty seven years he comes out and starts killing people. I don't know. That oh, he's a cicada. Out. Any yeah, fly. legit. No, they're like, yeah, because he's like, he's sort of based off cicadas and stuff like that. Like, that's part of the oh, lore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, ah, man. And then Hellraiser, as you know, uh, actually a new movie came out, uh, Hellraiser. It, was, it wasn't too bad. It was, I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, those were like, that's how I, kind of, I got in and, you know, I'm embarrassed. Oh, it's but, funny. Know. Speaking of horror, I was watching this uh like real on Instagram where someone was explaining how Courage the Cowardly Dog was based on a true story. Really? Um, the house is based off in like Mexico or something, mm-hmm. uh, like out in the desert or whatever, this house. And uh, these two old people had like, I think like uh, told the authority or something, there was crazy shit happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the authority came to investigate, like the two old people were disappeared and all there all there was was a dead dog huh. um so and and the house looked uh very similar yeah. to the house in the yeah. cartoon show which, in which the I middle was of very nowhere <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. That's uh cool. interesting i was gonna yeah. say so um i love horror i've i've i grew up watching scary stuff from like as a baby i remember watching chucky i saw the exorcist for the first time when i was seven i was bored out of my mind through i was like there's nothing scary about this i grew up knowing about uh jason Voorhees, michael myers freddy krueger like all those guys i you know they're they're like they're like bedtime stories to me to a sense like i just grew up with all that stuff um so it's very rare the yeah go ahead you sound like you were born knowing Santa didn't exist. <laughs> I ever tell you the story about how I found that out? <laughs> no. So, completely unrelated. So I was at a, um, I was in the car. Me and my dad were going to my aunt's for Christmas. So uh, we're gonna have a party. I forgot how old I was. I, was. I remember I was pretty young. I had already not really cared about Christmas much. And we're at a red light. My father turns to me and he says, "You know, Santa Claus is not real, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. and then we went to the party. Okay, he just dropped it on you, just like, damn. Is that a red light? Um, yeah, it was, like I didn't really care. I was like, all right, <laughs> like, but um, no. So in terms of horror, I've always loved horror. Um, I like, I like all the movies. Um, one thing I do want to mention real quick, uh, we I want to touch on some creepy pastas. That's for you specifically, Henry. Ooh. Um, real quick, uh, one of my favorites was always La Mala Hora. Um. Yes, you've told me about this before. Yeah, I probably said it on the podcast, but it's like, been long enough. Something the 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 bad hour. Yep, you got it. You speak Spanish. Yeah. Um. So the the way the story goes is um in either Mexico or New Mexico. I always forget. Um. I'll just tell you the way that the legend, the common legend goes. So this lady, she's driving to meet her husband. Uh, she hasn't seen him for like a maybe a couple months. So she has to go on this highway, and this highway is known to have, like, this weird, mysterious stuff. They say the La Mala Hora is on that highway. So as she's going, 
she starts seeing like this figure like off on the road, like you see in every scary movie or something, like a woman or something on the side. She passes by, doesn't think nothing of it. As she's going, she starts seeing that the woman is like running like behind her and it starts getting bigger and it starts getting like these crazy like claw things and it's trying to get her. I think you're like Terminator 2. So it's kind of like that coming at her, but it keeps growing and getting bigger. And it gets to the point that it's like, I, I believe it might have even hit the car or something. She finally turns off on an exit. She gets away. She gets to uh, the house and sees that the husband isn't there. Um, she goes and runs to like the neighbors and tells her what's going on. They're like, yeah, it looks like you ran into La Malaura. That means that something bad has happened in, to someone that you care about. She was terrified. Mm-hmm. She stayed there the next day. She stayed there. The next day, she goes back to her regular house, uh, and she's notified by the police that her husband was killed at the same time she was on the highway, and she did that. Oh. So that's the legend of La Malaura, uh, the most common story there. Be but, fucked up if she's the one that killed him, too. Yeah, at twist. She was chasing herself. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, so I've always been a fan of the different creepypastas. There's always the uh, the killers inside the house, you know, the phone call mm. one, which, like, Scream is, like, basically based off of. And uh, you mentioned Slenderman early on um, in the episode Islam, and Slenderman's like more recent. Uh, it was created, I think, for a, for a creepypasta contest, and it became so popular that it's become it's taken on a life it's a life of its own. But uh, yeah, man, horror's horror's been a part of my life; it always will be. So I love October. I love everything horror related. Um, so yeah, man, horror's horror's always there in terms of comics, movies, stories, video games, everything. Just, I've always loved horror. Oh, man. Well, why don't you guys let us know below what are your uh, horror uh, experiences, your favorite horror media, and uh, we'll have a conversation there. But let's move on to some news. Uh, we'll jump into Dan's um, wrestling news, and then we'll go from there. Oh. All right. Um, let me share got us some wrestling news uh while you're getting that set up i just want to say there's a lot that's happened in the world of professional wrestling this past week like a lot a lot like uh Mm -hmm. was going hard AEW was going hard uh just a lot a lot in the world so eslam's pulling up some stuff first thing i need to mention right here renee paquette and i might be saying her last name wrong or maybe paquette i don't know um has officially joined aew she ain't a wrestler but this is a big deal. So she worked for WWE for quite some time under the name Renee Young. This is her real name, Renee Paquette. Because mm-hmm. uh, in WWE, for some reason, Vince was like, you can't use your real name. You have to be something else. So she was uh, a I backstage. For anonymity for some, you know. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so it w- I, I always felt with Vince, it was kind of just like, hey, if you become famous somewhere else, you can't take the name that we made with you. So you have to try to work your way up from scratch. I feel like that's always what it was. You know. Yeah, I guess that. Plus, if like they if they use their real name, I don't know. Yeah, you could. Yeah, because if they use their real name, then like legally he doesn't own the rights to it, which was like another big exactly. thing for WWE. But anyway, um, so she was like a backstage interviewer at first. They put her on commentary, and she was actually not bad on commentary. She was pretty good. I remember people hated her at first because she was still new to it. She had to learn. And uh, she apparently herself hated doing commentary, so they transitioned her back to just being a backstage interviewer, which she did better than almost anyone I've ever seen. Like, she's just really good. Uh, while in WWE, she fell in love with a man called Dean Ambrose, who later on went to AEW, became John Moxley, and they got married and have a kid. Mm. So now she's in AEW with her husband, 
John Moxley. So it's 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 cool to see them there. She just had her first night this past Wednesday. She was interviewing Christian and uh, Luchasaurus and uh, about Jungle Boy. I believe it was. I could be wrong about that. <laughs> Luchasaurus. <laughs> but yeah, no. I just want to say it's name. great to see Renee back in the world of wrestling. She's known for doing a uh, a podcast uh, called Oral Sessions. That has been very uh, popular for like the past uh, couple of years. But Renee Paquette in AEW, love to see it. Can I get the next slide, also? Nice. Staying in the AEW realm of news, the main event for this past Wednesday's uh, AEW Dynamite was Pac, 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 or Pac, or however you want to pronounce. It, I like saying Pac, going up against Orange Cassidy for the AEW All Atlantic Championship. Uh, Eslam, when we got to see Orange Cassidy fight, he was fighting Pac uh, years ago in Chicago. And these guys have had an on-and-off rivalry since the beginning of AEW. And it's always great to see these two wrestle. So this time, Pac holds the title. Cassidy goes for him. As you can see, Orange Cassidy won the title. And this is Orange Cassidy's first title ever in AEW after all this time. Congratulations. Very. Well-deserved. Very excited to see Orange Cassidy. Um, We've talked about it on the podcast. For anybody who doesn't know, Orange Cassidy is the most doesn't want to do anything wrestler like the man won't even give you a full thumbs up he gives you one of these when when people try to touch his hand while he's coming out to the ring he doesn't give him high fives he kind of just he just does that he hits it he wrestles half the match with his hands in his pockets and everybody loves him for it because it's highly entertaining uh he and Pac tore the house down as they always do they had a phenomenal match orange cassidy hit one of the sickest ddts i've ever seen and Pac sold it so well it was like a spinning tornado ddt and as he went to drop him, Pac, like, flipped. And then he kind of just, like, his head was, like, on the ground while his feet were also on the ground. <laughs> and then Damn. they went into the ring, and he did it to him again in the ring. And then he hit yeah. him with the orange punch. I love the name. At the very end, and he won the match. Uh, so, Orange Cassidy, your new AEW Atlantic uh, champion. So, you can move on to the next one. But happy to see, nice, nice. Happy to see Orange Cassidy uh, hold the title in AEW. All right. Next up. Raw killed it this week. I'm not going to lie. Eslam and I were recording some uh, Reacts videos for YouTube, and I had Monday Night Raw in the background, and every couple seconds I'm turning around, I'm like, oh my god, there's a million things happening. One of which, Brock Lesnar came back and went after Bobby Lashley. We never got a proper feud between Lesnar and Lashley. We're finally getting it, it looks like, so I can't wait to see. Um, Lashley, I... Could be wrong. I think he was the U.S. champion again at this point, and he just recently lost the title to Seth Rollins. This was right after Lesnar had attacked him. So Lashley was weak, and Rollins takes the title later on. Uh, Not only did Lesnar come back, we also had the good brothers, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, who were former um, TNA wrestlers, I'm sorry, Impact wrestlers, and were often seen in New Japan for the past couple of weeks. Like, they were in New Japan during the G1 and stuff. And um, everyone's like, okay, their contracts are up. They need to go somewhere. Their best friends, the elite, basically run AEW, right? They're going to go over there. Nope. They went back to JDB, the place that treated them like crap. Um, But the person who treated them like crap ain't there no more. Triple H runs the show. So they're probably like, you know what? We want to work with the game. We're going back to JDB. Um, So they're back. Brock Lesnar's back. And at the very end of the show, there was a D-Generation X reunion. Where you had Triple H, nice. Shawn Michaels, <clears throat> X-Pac, and Road Dog, 
they didn't have Billy Gunn because he works for AEW, and he's more successful than all four of those other guys right now. <laughs> In terms of AEW, he's more <laughs> over than the rest of them. Um, but they had their – it was it, honestly, it was literally just like, hey, we're a bunch of old guys. We're doing this now. Eh, eh, look at us. And uh, it was what it was. <laughs> and Shawn Michaels had one of the funniest quotes I remember uh, of the night where he said after – because it's been – it's a 25-year anniversary of D-Generation X – he said, after 25 years, we're still here. We're still acting like kids. And if we're still coming out here in another 25 years, please put us out of our misery. And then they went away, and that was the end of the show. <laughs> but um, overall, like I said, it was, a, it was a very good episode of Monday Night Raw. There was a lot going on. And, uh, yeah, we can move on to the next one. So, before Monday Night Raw, on Saturday, there was a pay-per-view, um, Extreme Rules. And as I talked about in the podcast, I believe it was two weeks ago, uh, there was all these uh, white rabbit symbols and stuff like that that's been all over the place. Uh, they would play the white rabbit song uh, during commercial breaks. Uh, there was legitimate people in giant white rabbit suits walking around the arenas and hiding backstage in certain places. And they kept on just like teasing, like, what is the white rabbit? What does this mean? Who does it mean? Well, this past Saturday, it was finally revealed. Um, and... It was amazing. They saved it for the very end of the show. It was right after the main event. We had Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle with Daniel Cormier as the referee in the, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like a sort of like a cage match. It's like a pit fight or something like that. It's fairly new. And um, that happened. Matt Riddle has his hands up and immediately the lights turn off. And Aslam, you can go ahead and show the video. Um, all those different uh, weird like figurines that you saw were representations of different versions of him throughout his career in WWE, and he's turned them into like these weird, uh, like uh, stuffed animal creatures, and now they're lifelike, mm-hmm. life-size creatures, and now he's back. We don't know what the White Rabbit is referenced to or anything like that, um, other than the song where they keep on repeating the words "Change Your Head," I believe it is, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So why it came back, we haven't seen anything since. Like, he did that on Saturday. He was not there on Raw, and we don't know where he is or what he's doing. But Bray Wyatt is back now under the Triple H regime, which is great because we knew that he and Vince McMahon used to butt heads a lot. And he, once he got released by Vince, it was almost like he wanted it because he didn't want to deal with Vince anymore, who kept on ruining his character. And as you can see, this guy's very well versed in how to handle his character. So Mm -hmm. it looks like Triple H is going to give him free reign with that, hopefully. And we'll see where that goes. But. Bray Wyatt is back, and we're all happy for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, definitely, you can see how, when given the control of your your vision of your own character, how well it can be done, and not just somewhat through someone else's eyes or what someone else yeah. thinks. So, shout out to Triple H for letting him carry out his vision for his own character. And um, they did a great job. It looked awesome. So. It looked great. I mean, he's been Looking referred to some more news, man. Yeah, he's been referred to as the modern day Undertaker yeah. for some time. Hopefully, they finally let him be this. Like he uh, should is... be the modern yeah, day yeah. Undertaker. Should have been for years now. So hopefully, we get that. I can definitely see that now that you say it. Yeah. Um. All right, that's great. Uh, Disco, do you have any news to share with us today? Uh, not really. All right, cool. So I'll jump into my news. Dan, you said you had. Uh, How much you got? To How much you got? I'm curious. Dip early. I, I don't have a lot of news. So. I'll stay. It's fine. All righty. 
All right, so my first um, piece of news, uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin series starts uh, a week after Batman ends. So, like, when the show starts, timeline-wise, oh, yeah. um, it takes place a week after the Batman ends. So it'll be it'll be picking up right where Batman left off, and uh, can't wait to see it. Colin Farrell was amazing as the Penguin, and the whole, the whole world that um, they built for that for the Batman was amazing. So I'm very excited to hear this news and can't wait to see him. Absolutely. Um, all right, next up. Starfield has over four times as much dialogue as Skyrim. Um, so I'm hoping, I, I don't know what kind of dialogue Skyrim has, but, uh, I'm hoping this is more in the line of dialogue like uh what's it called um god damn it Mass Effect this, Yes, thank you Disco. Uh nice. Mass Effect. Now I don't know if it's going to be exactly like um choosing your own path and the dialogue options um give you different endings or such, but um hopefully the dialogue is good and uh we get to see more stuff like that. It's, this is going to be I mean, another big space game. It's going to be significantly more open than Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's um, like uh, it's not so much like choosing, uh, like like for example, these people they made Skyrim, they made Fallout. So what what's going to happen is they're going to just straight up just like you could play the whole game and never do a main mission and you're fine. Like that's how open this game is. Oh, uh, like their okay. games usually, are. I'm sure Starfield's going to be the same thing where it's like there's dialogue in the sense of you're going to have like the main mission. And then you can probably have like three, three to six like not main but like very important side quests. And then there's going to be the mini side quests underneath that where there's probably going to be like hundreds of them. So it's like all that's where all the dialogues mm. come in. That and let alone you're going to walk into a bar and somebody's going to be like, "Get me a beer," and then you're just going to hear random conversation happening in the background. I'm sure that's all part of the dialogue that they're talking about, but. No, I think not, I saw yeah. they're saying like there's how, hundreds of thousands of lines of yeah, dialogue. Yeah, I'm sure of it. That's how yeah. that's how I felt with like The Witcher. I felt like every town you could like just talk to everybody. And it's yeah. Like, you know, no. So many different little things you could do. It's like taking mad hours to complete. I mean, that. on the <laughs> other hand, that's it's just amazing to go through that depth and record all those lines and create all those like little stories. So yeah, and and the <laughs> thing that sucks is you're gonna have so many people that recorded that stuff and it's never gonna be heard. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Next up, uh, we have some news about Superman. Um, uh, nothing too significant. I think we have a confirmation of him gonna be showing up maybe in a post-credit scene in Black Adam. But along with his upcoming appearance, uh, the cameo appearance in Black Adam and the Flash, Dwayne Johnson's advocation for Henry Cavill Cavill's return as Superman include. Uh, included another solo film for Cavill as per um, of the deal. So uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, has been, I guess, is a fan of Henry Cavill's Superman like we are. He's been advocating for him ever since he stepped into the role of Black Adam, which I truly appreciate. Uh, Henry Cavill was an amazing Superman, and I can't wait to see more of him. And hopefully with The Rock's star power... Um, uh, and hope I, I pray to God that Black Adam succeeds because if it does, that will bring in more money to the company, 
and this could be more of a possibility for the return and the betterment of these movies. So uh, wish all the success to The Rock and Black Adam. I'm definitely going to be paying for a ticket um, to see that movie, if not online. I mean, uh, if not in person, I'll just pay for the ticket and then watch it online. But, you know. We're, we're at the point where it's um, The Rock wants Henry Cavill to be Superman again. It's it, mm-hmm. it's that's kind of guaranteed. I feel like like the yeah, movie is going to be like Black Adam is going to be successful, regardless mm-hmm. of whether or not it's good, because the Rock yes. is in it. So it's already gonna yes. it's already gonna be breaking box office records. It's gonna be amazing simply because the Rock's in it, and Warner Brothers uh, Discovery or whatever they're called now, they're gonna look at this mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, oh, the Rock made us all this money. The Rock wants Henry Cavill. We'll get him Henry Cavill. So it's like it almost just seems yeah. like it's a guaranteed like. We're getting a sequel to Man of Steel. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. He, he's using his star power for good, so I appreciate yeah. it. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I'm always down for that. So thank you, The Rock. Um, next up, Andor Season 2 and The Acolyte have begun pre-production filming expected to commence in the coming weeks. Now, uh, Andor Season 1 hasn't even finished yet, but I think we had mentioned before on our episode when we reviewed uh, Andor that the the show has been uh, scheduled for two seasons of 12 episodes each. So, uh, so far I've been seeing nothing but great reviews for the rest of this season. I have not been caught up yet, but I'm going to be getting there because we will be reviewing the finale uh, of uh, Andor. And I can't wait to see the Acolyte. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but Agreed. that is it for my news. Um, let's jump into some final thoughts. Um, Disco? Uh, horror month. <laughs> Man, uh, I just love a good horror movie. I love, you know, playing Resident Evil. I love Last of Us. I love all types of horror movies, zombies, all types of werewolves. Actually, that Disney werewolf movie thing wasn't too bad. The werewolf oh, came Yeah. Werewolf yeah. by Midnight? Yeah. Was yeah, that man thing? Pretty, pretty good. Oh, I, I, I feel like so. I broke you. I so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm like mad tired. Uh, uh, my final thought is I love horror movies. I like to get my blood and adrenaline pumping. You know, I like a nice creative villain or monster or, or plot. And uh, I just love to, because I have an overactive imagination, so it's like it's nice to have a nice movie to focus in on. And, you know, if you could keep me up at night, that means you did a good job. And uh, that's what I look for in horror media. Yeah, <clears throat> that's my final thought. I um I want to kind of go off of what you said a little bit there, Disco. Um, yeah, man. So watching horror, not experiencing just horror my whole life. <laughs> um, if I can find something that does keep me up at night or does scare me, that's man, that's a great thing because like that doesn't exist anymore. It's like I could count like on one hand the amount of. Um, like movies and stuff that scared me. So if there's something that comes out and does scare, I give it all the credit in the world. Like, like I said, I always, uh, I always give credit to the Blair Witch Project, which a lot of people hate on. Uh, mm-hmm. When that first came out, that movie terrified me. Um, and there, the Ring has one scene that made me jump. And I, th- I believe that was the last time I ever jumped watching a movie when the Ring came out in like 2002. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So um, you can usually, you can that, usually nowadays, you can usually. F- realize when a jump scare you always coming. could 
Um, yeah. That, that's the thing that's always been. I mean, there. I guess I guess for me because I I I don't watch too many horror movies, and yeah. when I did watch a couple, I was like, okay, it's, something is coming up right now, and it's just like. And that's why the yeah. ring got me. It's a scene that they didn't build up at all. It's like literally, it's just like regular casual conversation, jump scare, and then it's like, oh god, where'd that come from? It's like it, they cut to a different, completely, the completely different scene. They had a high pitched sound in. There was a scary image. All of this happened instantly. So I was like, that got me. Yeah. And uh, I never jumped again. Dan, Dan, Dan shot himself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, so if if there's something that can scare me, I give it all the credit of the world. I I respect it so much. But um, there's nothing out there. So you know. Step up, horror. Yeah, that's Step right. up. Uh, for myself, I am not the biggest fan of horror, but I can appreciate it when it's done well and done good. So shout outs to The Last of Us and Last of Us Part Two. My, I it, guess it'll as of right now my favorite horror property of all time. Um, well, you liked it. I don't know. I did like it, um, but it didn't scare me. Oh no, um, man, nothing's gonna. Well, I guess I guess you was, said Last of Us got you a little jumpy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Last of Us, it didn't get... It, I I think maybe there was one... Uh, s- something that made me jump at some point, but... Um, it, the the music, uh, fighting the zombies, doing all this shit, like, yeah. in some form, getting just in there got me a little anxious, and that was about it. I remember but hearing I the just, clickers, and you're running around, just yeah. like, well, like, where the fuck are they? It's always how been, bad my yeah, eyesight that, is, that so that I could never see them. <laughs> That tension really had me gone edge. You know how like, in video games they're like, uh, move your uh, thing until the until you can barely see the symbol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I I make sure I can see it. Like you I put it all the way bright. bright, so I can. Jonathan yeah, actually so used to do that. He would be like, I'm picking the brightest option every single time. You would say. Yeah, because I I mean my eyesight's already bad. I can't yeah. be out here blinded by the <laughs> darkness. I'm like, legit doing it the way it's recommended. It's like I have it pretty dark yeah. sometimes, but um no, I just want to say yeah. with video games it's different because it's always like it's it's interactive. It's not like a movie or a comic or something else that you're watching it happen to somebody else. Like this is happening to quote unquote you in the video game. So that's yeah. there's always that extra element of it because it's interactive. So the other thing that scared me was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really, um, the remake and the not the movie itself, but in the beginning and at the end of the movie, they had like live footage mm. of the cops going through the yeah, house. Yeah, I remember that. And and at the end of the movie, when they were going through the house, they show you the rest of that video, and it, and the video cuts because the, he attacks them. Um, he comes out of nowhere and just attacks the cops. And that's what scared me because that's like real life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So that's the only thing that scared me about that movie. But otherwise, it was just like a scary movie. Yeah. The dumb people f- tripping over their feet and, Absolutely. you know, hiding in the worst places. <laughs> I have a second final thought. <laughs> so okay. there's like, you mentioned Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's something that's real that they made a movie out of. I'm putting this out to all the fans listening. There's another one of uh, of a, something similar that happened, uh, like a horror movie thing. It's something that happened that they made a horror movie out of. That happened on my birthday. See if you can figure out what it was. That's for the fans. Okay. That's for the fans, not you guys. All right. <laughs> All right. I might not even know it, but yeah. thank you for listening. <laughs> if you like what you hear, uh, follow us on social media. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Um, like and subscribing to the channel is free for you, but it helps us out immensely. Share our content with your friends, uh, please, and go check out our social medias. Thank you for listening, and have a great week.